Warning! Calories unleashed may be offensive, especially to mask Nazi teachers. This show is honest, uses foul language, and contains sensitive topics. So, if you're easily offended, do not listen. Get some! Fucking morons! Here we go, here we go. Welcome, 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 Knucklehead Nation, to I believe the 142nd episode of Calderis Unleashed. I'm your host, Michael Calderis, sitting kind of in my spot. I'm in Jay's spot today, but sitting in my spot. Back by popular demand, my man, Adai Fonseca. Did I say it right? You did. I did. Nailed it. Only fucked it up 15 times while you've been here today. How you doing, bud? I'm doing good. Those of you who don't know who my man is, all right? You want to give him another quick skinny of it? We had him on. You guys have heard him. He is. Uh, he owns a weed farm, and he is a man of many parts. We had a great conversation on all different types of conspiracy theory. We touched on a bunch of little things. We figured me and him could talk nonstop. For hours. So we, we had to do round two. And he happens to be back in, traveling back and forth from Oklahoma, from the farm to the genetics lab to Calderis Unleashed. How you doing, my man? Dude, I'm doing good. Thanks for uh, having me back. Thanks to all the fans that, uh, that enjoyed the last episode. I, I think our conversations are pretty cool. Um, you know, they make a lot of sense to me. They made a hell of a lot of sense right? to me, yeah. Um, I'm... I think by, by no means are we like the, uh, the authority on facts, but <clears throat> we certainly hope that at least you get some, some thinking out of it and maybe you do your own research. You know what it is? It's, it's, uh, we make people think by asking questions. And when you, answer, when you ask a lot of questions, naturally you have to try to formulate answers for right. them and you seek for answers. The problem is a lot of people don't ask questions and they only want, they want to know the answer. <laughs> They're almost yeah. afraid of the answer. They're almost afraid to ask the, ask the question. To me, that, that, that boggles my mind because I, I want to ask all the questions I could possibly ask. See what happens. See where it leads me. Well, the problem with asking a lot of questions is that you're going to get a lot of answers. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then when you, when you get the right answers, you piss off a lot of people. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so we were talking before. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but we were talking before we, we got into this. You were talking about the answers that were leading you back to marijuana because you, do, you own a, a, a weed farm. So yeah. you, were, you were talking about why it was getting banned. And that's what led you really into marijuana, right? Into, into, into smoking it? Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's like a combination of things. I think that most people would agree that over the last 24 months or so, right, um, we've all kind of changed or grown a little bit. And if you haven't, <clears throat> uh, you've probably lost two years of your life. Like if you're still wearing two masks, if you're still lining up to get your ninth booster, if you were if you were to my monkey pox, right, or whatever the next pox is, New York is has the new the new monkey pox vaccine ready on demand. All you have to do is call up and ask oh, for it. West Orange I, today, West Orange I think implemented a, a mask mandate again, right? So, <clears throat> so I started asking my <laughs> questions, right? So as part of asking questions regarding the elections and regarding the vaccines that never seem to work, um. Things started to kind of connect with uh, cannabis because it kept coming up throughout, like, the decades, right? And it was always integrated with, like, <clears throat> alcohol or integrated with, like, pharmaceuticals, right? Uh, 
And sometimes the, the, the link was direct, like somebody was comparing cannabis to a certain pharmaceutical, right? And how they both worked against a certain condition. And others were just financial, like uh, the alcohol industry, you know, lobbying uh, against cannabis. So, so when you start kind of seeing that come up and come up, you, you know, I want a weed farm. Let's, let's see, you know, let's, let's see what, how these things kind of connect. So that led us into like a lot of the science behind cannabis, behind the, the THCs, the, the CBDs, how they interact, CBNs, you know, um, parent cannabinoids, how it interacts with the, with the body endocannabinoid system. Right. And the natural benefits of it. There's there's been studies going back to the early 70s of cannabis starving cancer tumors, for example. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would I would I would think that that should be pretty phenomenal news. But instead, what we've gotten is 60 years of the war on drugs that failed, by the way. And the gateway drug was cannabis. And it's still considered a Schedule One, next to heroin. Exactly. Right. Um, but it's cheap, right? Because we, so it, it's labeled that stuff because it is a very cheap, inexpensive, very easy, very simple fix to a serious problem. To a lot of problems. Where to a lot of problems where it makes a ridiculous amount of money for pharmaceuticals for the, for the big pharmaceutical for big pharma makes a lot of money f- through government. Right, because the government subsidizes all subsidizes all all this shit, so it's all corrupt government money. That's that really demonized weed because because yeah. it, it affected that it affects a lot of industries. It affects the alcohol industry, like you were saying. It affects yeah, so big if you, pharma. If you follow the science, if you actually follow science, and there's there's studies going back to the, the 30s and 40s, uh, 50s, showing how cannabis how cannabis reduces alcohol consumption. How cannabis reduces uh, nicotine addiction, right? And we know it treats and cures, or cures multiple different ailments, mm-hmm. right? Alzheimer's is good. Cannabis is good for um, seizures. Cannabis it's is great for awesome it. for seizures, mm-hmm. right? Depression, anxiety. We know this, right? This isn't a top secret information. Bringing hunger back to cancer patients, right? So. Well, that's a pretty big business segment of the pharmaceutical industry. It's gigantic. Right? Like, I'm not saying there's no need for pharmaceuticals. That's crazy. Penicillin is important. If I got an infection, I'm not going to put cannabis butter on it. <laughs> right? I want penicillin. <laughs> yeah. Right? But, but at the same time, maybe I don't need six prescriptions. Maybe I only need one. Mm-hmm. Right? Because this, you know, the devil's lettuce can address the others. It's and how much money does that how much money does that cost these people? I think about the tobacco industry, the alcohol industry and the pharmaceutical industry. <clears throat> it's a lot of money. Three it's a lot of money, a lot of billions. A lot of bees right there. So so okay, so <laughs> this is what I find fascinating, right? Okay. What's lobbying? Lobbying is petty cash. It's a business is petty cash. That's oh, lobbying, right? That's the stuff that you have left over that you can use to wine and dine, you know, do stuff, you know, for clients, right? So as you compare different segments, some industries would have a bigger lobbying budget than others, like sales. Sales, you got to take clients out to dinner. You got to fly them somewhere. You got to 
maybe throw a party for them to kind of land them, right? S- sales will have a, a, a big, um, um, what's my train of thought? Like cost. Cost yeah. to it, right? So I have no idea where the hell I was going with that because <laughs> I'm so freaking. I so know, I, I, remember, I don't remember how we started this conversation. We, well, we started this conversation by d- discussing what we were talking about inside the <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? So we were, we were talking about how it affects all the big businesses. How it affects all the big businesses. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah that, that's where we were going with that. See, the problem is this is what happened. This is so, so to give everybody a full idea what happens. This he comes bearing gifts. Okay, <laughs> number one, which was. A really good pre-roll, and then something called a Canagar. Yeah, the Canagar, which he just—if you heard about it last time, I'm gonna—I'm gonna tell you in detail. So picture a a full cigar, but the outside is wrapped in a way to where it's all of the leaves from a cannabis plant wrapped really nice and tight, super tight. It was put in a mold, and inside of it, it looks like it's all quality bud. But it's super thick like a cigar. Now, we smoked on it for like 10 minutes, and it didn't even move. Like, it, it did not even burn down. That's how tight, tight and thick this entire thing is. It's probably going to take me hours. We have a deal. I won't be able to do it in one sitting. I'm going to challenge that, and I'm, going to, I'm telling you, I'm going to take all day. I'm going to smoke it all day. I'm going to be tatered by the time I'm done. I'm, I'm doing it, and I, you know what? You tell me it can't be done. I, I'm I'm the maniac that's going to try it. You know what? You know what the best part of that is? That no matter what happens, you won't be able to overdose. No, I'll, I'll go to sleep. You'll go to sleep. Yeah, right. And every time I breathe in, I'll be sucking more air <laughs> in. I'll have it right in my mouth. I like have an oxygen mask. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Exactly. I'm telling you, I'm gonna wake up and the motherfucker's still gonna be lit. I'm because that's how long this thing looked like it's gonna burn. Yeah, you're gonna. It's need legit some gonna burn for hours. Yeah, right? you're gonna need some friends. I said by myself though. I mean, oh. you made the, you threw the challenge out. So I mean, you laid down the gauntlet. Well, I'm the type of guy. If you tell me it's impossible, I'm gonna at least see if it's possible. I, you know what? That's the truth finders. That's the tr- yeah, exactly. Is it for real? Is it is it uh is it truly impossible or is it a feat that only only I could could possibly pull off? Right. Because it's just my years of experience of smoking weed, I really think I have the tolerance for it. I really do. Hundred percent. <laughs> okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't. This is what I've always said to people, and I really I stand by this, and I mean it. There's not enough weed on this planet that could get me high enough. That's so that Canagar is going to put that to the test. Yeah, it is. I feel like a Spartan from 300. Canagar, <laughs> huh? I'll put that name to the test. No, no, no. You remember that? <laughs> you remember that scene from the movie Three Hundred, where the guy's like looking over the Persian army, and he looks around. He's like smiling, and the other uh-huh. guy looks at him. He's like, "What are you smiling at?" And he's like, "Because I've battled from you know soldiers from all over the world, and maybe, just maybe, down there is one better than mine." Than yeah. Me. With all the world's right? with all the world's soldiers against us, possibly, possibly there's one person that could that, that can could give me the righteous death, and I'm excited to find out, dude. That's the Canagar for me. Yeah, right. I'm looking at it. That's it's you. Like, that's is, you. Is that thing the thing that's gonna get me high enough? Yeah. You know, I the problem is I reached the pinnacle when I was like 20 years old. I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like 25, I think it was. Smoke some quality, stupid bud. And I just looked around. I was like, this is the pinnacle of the highest I'm ever going to be. And Yeah, I've never, got, <laughs> never do you got do, back Do you there. do like extracts or anything? Or? No, 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 no. So just flour, just straight flour. Edibles? Yeah. You do no, edibles? edibles don't really fuck with me. No? No. I could, I could eat a ridiculous amount of milligrams and it, it doesn't really... It, like I will get like dizzy for like 10 seconds and then it's over with. You might want to try RSO then. Yeah? Yeah, seriously. 
RSO. RSO. Okay. Right? All right, but like, RSO is what I was telling you. So you know how we do like olive oil? You squeeze the olive, the oil yeah. comes out. <clears throat> RSO is you squeeze. I don't know the process, but you squeeze the plant basically in RSO. It's like a dark, almost looks like motor oil. Mm-hmm. But all you need is a grain of rice because that thing will, like, I, it's a different high for sure, though. Well, you know what I mean? I, 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 I need a lot, so I might put on it like it's hibachi rice. Yeah. You know <laughs> You know what? <laughs> Go for it. You, no, I, no, I get it. I'm just fucking around. Don't get me wrong. I, I get nice and baked I, up. I like right now, I'm really nice. I can get you suppositories. <laughs> <if> you <laughs> just put it right in my ass. Yeah, That's it. Go from veins to ass, bro. Just inject that shit straight into my veins or okay. up my. They, I mean, if it gets me high, I mean, I don't. The problem is, I don't like anything in my ass. Yeah, I know. I have a problem with that, too. Yeah, I, it's like, that's definitely not a... I just stick a, to the grain, grain of rice. I'm good. No, I'll stick to weed. Don't get me wrong. Like, I just like the... Um, yeah, I, I, I do like flour. That's my favorite. Yeah, me too. I'm a flour I like guy. looking at it. I like yeah. seeing what it looks like, what it smells like. Yeah. You know? Like when, when it gets you like in the sinuses. You know, I got to smell weed and you can feel it like in your sinus cavity. That, that You know it's fucking good. Like when it's tingling like your nose. Like, so you know, what, you, know what, you know what's funny is that I'd never seen a cannabis plant before I opened the weed farm. Really? Yeah, when I came down for the first time and they were like growing, I was like, huh, that's what they look like. No shit. Yeah. I've never seen a real like big plant. I've grown a couple plants, but I didn't get much off them. They were small. And small, yeah. You don't yeah. get much of, of home growers. I mean, you I have a good home growers could get I have outdoor. a feeling. I have a feeling though, the garden that I have now, it's going to grow way better than the garden I had then. The garden I had then, I could never grow cucumbers. I could I could grow zucchini and some tomatoes. I've never had a garden that looked like it did right now. You fucking know, watermelon and actual like cucumbers coming out. And that's actually it's good. Fucking insane. Never, you know, never. You know why had that's it. so good? You know why that's so good? Why is that? Because I just went to Shoprite and I spent one hundred eighty-five dollars on like seven things. Oh, it's ridiculous. And then check this out. So I'm already insulted because one hundred eighty-five dollars and I bought like hot dogs <laughs> and paper plates. <laughs> okay, and a couple things of chicken. Couldn't even get motherfucking mustard for that, right? Day. So the guy's like, "Sir, how many bags would you like?" I said, oh, you guys giving them away now? He goes, no, they're 33 cents a bag. I said, motherfucker, I just spent $185. You think I'm going to buy some fucking bags? Bags from you? No. I said, no. You put, you're going to put those groceries in the basket, and I'm going to leave that in the shopping cart area, okay? <laughs> He's like, I don't know if you can take the baskets out. I said, what do you mean? You let me take out a cart, but not a basket? Yeah. I'll put it on top of the carts. He's like, yeah. okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you for the basket. <laughs> Thank you. And I walked out. I'm not buying your bags. I no, refuse. I'm not. Yeah, I'm the jerk off that, that goes and, and buys the bags from Walmart, or no, I mean from Amazon, like in the thousand, and go and bag my own shit, yeah. my own plastic bags, and walk out with my own plastic bags. I'm that jerk off. I, you know, I wonder, though, like people bringing their own bags, and I was thinking about this the other day in the grocery store, and some guy, somebody got like a backpack or something, you know, <laughs> I was like, how do they keep people from stealing shit? They don't. They can. It's like the whole thing doesn't make sense. It's 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 the same thing with self checkout. Like I know plenty of people that ring up like every other item. I actually if hate you're gonna if you're gonna make me self checkout, I'm I I'm not I'm not held accountable for job you know for doing a good job. I suck as a as a as a fucking cashier. No, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna start doing this from now. On. You gave me an idea. Bill Burr talks about this. I'm gonna pull my fucking shopping cart. I'm gonna stand in front of the self checkout. I'm gonna wait about five minutes, and then after five minutes. I'm gonna walk out, and if somebody stops me. I said, "Listen, I did my sh- I did my fucking job. I, I don't work here. <laughs> you know. I went, I looked, I got the basket, I went to pay. Nobody showed up. I don't fucking work here. Yeah. 
So I'm not stealing nothing. Nobody wants to charge me. I'm out. No, it's it's hysterical because like, and you, you, nothing nothing amuses me like the the people that stand there trying to get their jobs taken. Like, hey, you can use a self checkout if you want. No, how about you just fucking ring me up? <laughs> oh, the airline. I travel all the time. You know, hey, sir, here you can check in here, pull the bag, tape the bag, put the bag on the conveyor. I was like, when did I apply to American Airlines? <laughs> <laughs> I used to show up, drop my shit, and leave. Yeah, and you did all that shit. Now I'm checking myself in. I'm tagging my own bag. I'm putting that shit in the conveyor belt. What the fuck? Pretty soon you're going to be behind the checkout line just printing out your own damn ticket. What? Stepping by. Okay, thank you, sir. Okay, ripping your own ticket. Jesus. I'll board myself. Now like, boarding myself. Thank you. Yeah, like, like it's ridiculous. Like, little by little, right? Uh, the garage sale. I talk about my pissed off. Uh, I'm offended that the city needs $25 so I can have a garage sale. They want me to pay them to sell my shit. Who's this brick? Yeah. <laughs> it's like $15 for a garage sale or something. 15 It's not the money. It's the principle. Why am I paying the city to sell my shit on my lawn? <laughs> Is the city going to come buy some of my shit? No. So what no. am I paying them for? No, matter of fact, when you sell your shit, they're going to try to tax you for the, for the income you made by selling your shit after you were taxed for the money that it took to buy that shit, shit. in the first fucking place. Is, is, does that, does this make, <laughs> like, as I, as I do my research and I start... Does it make you know, sense? No, but you're so overtaxed. Everything. People, you're so, we're so overtaxed as a, as, a, as a society, we don't even realize how much taxes they actually take out per dollar. And it's every single dollar, every time it's passed back and forth, every time a cent is passed back and forth, there's money coming off of that cent. How much, how much did it used to cost you to go to the city in like 98? How much was a toll? Oh, the tolls were nothing, man. The tolls were what? It would probably cost three dollars. Not even. I think. Yeah. I think the GW was like. Well, it's probably in the early in the late eighties, like a dollar twenty-five. Then it went up to two dollars. It's freaking like sixteen bucks or eighteen bucks right now. Oh yeah. The roads are always screwed up. <laughs> they can't make up. They can't. They just redid Drum Point Road. Have you? Not Drum Point. Um, Old Hooper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just redid it. It's still fucking bumpy. Can yeah. you can you at least make a road that goes flat? I get it. You did great. My my wife goes. Well, I think it's way better than what it was. Well, it was one of the worst roads in America. It was they had a ramp in the middle of it. A ramp was legit installed. Have you been in the to, middle of that? Have road. you been to Newark Airport? When I'm in Newark Airport, it feels like I'm in Haiti. <laughs> All right, or like or like Nicaragua or something. That airport sucks. The service is horrible. The lines are freaking crazy, right? Security's pain in the ass, incompetent, okay? And people there, they don't want to help. They don't want to talk to you. What do you need? I don't know, motherfucker. I want to check in. <laughs> Can I just get to yeah. my plane? I didn't come here to fucking meet you. <laughs> this isn't a date. It's not my fault you work here. Don't be mad at me. Just do your fucking job. That's it. <laughs> Get How about, point me in the direction of where my fucking plane's don't, at. Don't How about fucking that? Get angry, at me. <laughs> well, you know they're all they're all pissed off because they've been forced a whole bunch of shit, and now what's happening is they don't have enough workers anymore because they fired all the fucking people that wouldn't yeah. get a vaccine. So now all the people that that stayed and took the vaccine are starting to get pissed off because they're saying to the old workers. All right, man. Yeah, yeah, just come on back. We really need you. I, that, yeah, you dude, don't even have to get your vaccine no more. We're that, done. With, we're done with that shit because they got screwed. Because big time. The, I think Southwest Airlines lost like fifteen hundred pilots or something like that. Mm -hmm. They walked out. That uh, filed the lawsuit. And not just that, they had a lot of pilots that could not fly after getting the vaccine. Uh, 
A lot. A lot. Like a lot. They had four that I remember. No, th- uh, f- three or four that I remember died in the cockpit. Yeah. One. You'll never, you'll never hear about that. One in mid flight, two on the runway. And the one in mid flight, the, the airline had to be diverted. So. And you'll never hear about that in the news. That Those things are so hard to find. Impossible. It's, it's kind of like the story that just happened of the kid who uh, stopped the school shooter or stopped oh, the, yeah. the, the mall shooter. Indiana, right? In Indiana. Where like, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, see, this is, this is the game I like to play with all my audience. You ready? What's this kid's name? What is this hero's name? We have a legit hero. That, yeah, thank real. God, because he had a constitutional carry in that state, was able to save how many people? The dude already killed three, or shot three, killed two, I believe. The, du- the kid shot this kid from 40 yards away, took 10 shots, hit him eight times. Nobody else was struck with his bullets. Completely dismantling the entire argument with that a good guy with a gun doesn't stop a bad guy with a gun. Completely dismantling the entire argument. You don't hear it, right? No matter what side of the aisle you fall on the gun on the gun debate, right? Why don't you hear about that story? I didn't know all those facts. I didn't know the guy. I didn't know the guy's name. I knew that. Mm-hmm. I knew that. Like I saw it when I when I re- when I read the article. Right? Makes sense. Good guy with the gun shoots the bad guy. Like what else? Right? But all those details about. Eight, I mean, he was actually a good shot. <laughs> he that's actually, tough. He what the, if you listen to what the cops said about him, it's he acted and he did things that were like perfectly training without without ever having formal. A cop training. couldn't do that. He he like braced himself up against a pole. He took a position. He made sure it was a, a clear shot, and he he delivered eight from forty yards away. That's he hit this hard. Kid eight times with a handgun thank you to constitutional carry now everybody makes the argument like oh yeah when's that ever going to happen well the kid was carrying that gun and i'm pretty sure when he walked into that mall he did not think he was going to have to use it that day no but you know what when he walked into that mall and let's just say let's just say he walked into that mall he saw a guy with a gun and he had no ability to 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 defend himself what does he do does he get shot or does he run away and let everybody else get shot just run faster than the next that's integrity That's integrity. So why isn't he immediately flown to the White House, given the Presidential Medal of Freedom? Immediately. We're giving it to fucking people, to actors. We're giving it to, to, to TV reporters. We're giving it to all these other jerk-offs. We have a legit hero that nobody even knows his name. Every, the, the saddest part is if I ask everybody in the audience what was the four last school shooters, you know their fucking names. You know the school that, that, they, that they shot up, won't you? Right? You can name them in your head. I know everybody right now. You're, you're listening in your head, aren't you? What's the name of the mall that this guy saved? What is, what's the name of his girlfriend that he saved that was, all over, that was not all over the news, but she was saying that he saved everybody's life? What's the name of those three victims that actually got killed? We don't know any of them, do we? Yeah, it's been real quiet on that. It's unbelievable. But you have a legit hero. It's a really sad, to me, it's a really sad existence when legit heroes get no press and you have killers that go in and shoot up schools, get all the press on the planet. Why is that? If, if it's really a objective press that's not trying to feed you bullshit, just like the marijuana stuff, that was just bullshit that they were doing there, 
If it's really a legit press, why are they not celebrating? Sorry, celebrating the shit out of the story. It's really, it's really troubling to think about that they celebrate killers and scumbags more than they celebrate real actual heroes. Do you think that's because of a cultural shift, or do you think that's because of um, a decline in journalism, or do you think that is by design and controlled? But one million percent by design, all about control. All it's, it's all about control. Listen, this this isn't a new tactic. You understand this because you you've done that. You've you've I'm sure you've done research on this shit. But you look at everybody that has ever been in fucking power. One of the things that you have to control is the messaging. Right? Go back to Roman times. What was the real point of the Colosseum? Was to fucking entertain the masses while they got were taking shit from. Right? All you had to do was show them entertainment. Here, doggy. Here, fucking. Here's a little treat. Here's a little treat. Because you know what they know? The far majority of people, far over 80% of people are followers. That's the, that's the God's honest truth. You know, it's the same thing like the revolution. 60% of the people did not want to do the revolution. So you- 3% of the people during the American Revolution fought. Think about that concept. 60% of America did not want to leave England. 3% actually fought for it. What does that tell you? That tells me that you have a lot more power than you realize. Right? Yeah, I fucking love that answer. That's a great answer. That's a great answer. Especially in this country, I think we have a lot more power than we realize. Problem is that you're you're given the uh, you're given the illusion you have no power. Correct. Mm-hmm. So that's everything's they- corrupt. Every because back to what you what you what you said, everything's corrupt in the media. They're feeding you a bunch of stories or telling you stories or not telling you truth or telling you made up made up bullshit stories. I'll go a step further. It's not corrupt. It's um, it's controlled. It's by design. Yeah, it's definitely controlled. It's all by design. Um, but that statement you made about eighty percent of people are followers. Look at the look at the shiny toy, right? So there's some actually some hard evidence behind that. I know, right? Eighty, I think it's eighty four point seven or eighty seven point four percent of the population are as easily trained as rats. Mm-hmm. Not according to me. According yeah. to. The study conducted after the Rockefellers, Rothschilds, Morgans, Vanderbilts bought. The Daily Mail in the UK in 1906-1907. They put put on an experiment. We were talking about that last time. I loved it. Six months. And it's truth. And I I started looking into a lot of the the studies that were regarding that. And then you start realizing, like, how many people are really, like... Type A alpha, you know, when you when you start breaking it down, the, the amount of the amount of people that are really question seekers and leaders and want to know truth is a very 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 small percentage that's why all the media all has a spin on it that's why i just seen a video of joe biden from december 31st to i think it was march or or, um no no, sorry june was it was just um no sorry july was it was like a week or two ago he gave the exact same fucking speech oh yeah the 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 the, the uh, gas speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it the was exact same speech. Word for word. Yeah, I know. Word for word. Not, they didn't even create they didn't even come up with a new way of, of doing it. They didn't they didn't even like take the time to change the lie. Just I mean you just plagiarized the same speech you gave. That's how little they think of the people that are listening to what this fucking idiot's saying. Because you they really don't think that we that that people have the capability of video. And it's it's out there forever. They're recording everything the president's doing. You're telling me somebody's not going to say that's the exact same fucking speech? 
There's 900 people looking every second for any stupid move that, that Biden makes. Anyone, just so they can exploit it. You're telling me no one? You couldn't change a word, not one word. At a comma. <laughs> yeah, he didn't even pause. It was at the same pace, the same tone, the same tenor. He didn't even he didn't even stress a word differently. <laughs> it's like this is the attention. This is the only speech Joe knows. Please just let him get through it. It's you don't even it's a recording. It's a recording. Yeah, he, he had, the only difference is his voice sounded so much different, like from one to the other. It's almost like there was a different Joe Biden. I believe there's many different Joe Bidens. <laughs> many, dude. There has to be, right? Because there's no one this fucking dumb and stupid. There's no one. You didn't fall off the bike. I, I, yeah, I did, and I pulled it. I pulled the full Joe Biden on 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 the bike cruise that we went on. We do like a drinking bike cruise where we ride our bikes from bar to bar to bar to bar. And it was like 11.30 at night, and I was coming out of the Manlook Road Pub. And, of course, I wasn't high enough from smoking bowls all day, and I wasn't drunk enough from drinking all day. I had to, I had to rip more you know, bowls before I got on the, on the bike. I got on my bike. I didn't even start pedaling. Usually I, like, kick off my back foot. I didn't kick off. I just put my legs around and just fell like Joe Biden. Just, ooh, just fell right down. My legs were in the air. And I'm literally looking up at the sky like, oh, you Joe Biden want to be a pussy motherfucker. It was great. Did you see him come off the stage and, like, trying to shake somebody's hand who wasn't there? Yeah. And they the fact check on that one was the greatest. Oh, no, he was actually shaking the person's hand that was behind him. It's like. Who? There was no one behind them. Who? <laughs> Were they wearing an invisible cloak? <laughs> he did. He did like the old grandpa when you put your hand out yeah. to your kid and you go, ooh, too slow. Yeah, and you rub him on your head. He's like looking for someone to shake hands with. He's, oh, it's, he's so. And he fist pumped the Saudi Arabian prince or whatever. Fist pumped him. Fist pumped Well, it's better than Obama. Obama bowed. Well, I would expect that from Obama. Remember? Remember the, remember the pictures yeah, of Obama? Yeah, I would bowing? expect that from Obama because he was a. Uh, a terrorist. Yeah, it was a terrorist. He, he was installed by them. He was. Uh-huh, 100%. You'll yeah. never convince me that Obama was not born, bred, and raised to be installed as, as a president. A you'll, Sa- never, a, you'll never convince me of it. A me. Saudi prince paid for his Harvard University. It's, he, a he, Saudi prince paid for Obama's Harvard education. Really? See now, I heard ten million it was, dollars. I think it, I heard it was his. Um, or I don't his know if gran- it was his grandfather or something. I thought yeah, I thought his grandfather was like. Um, yeah, it was his grandfather. Um, okay, I don't know if it was a prince because the Saudis have like princes and, and shears and I don't know what the, they have a bunch of shit. Some very very powerful person <laughs> within that family unit, right? Huh? Paid like ten million dollars for his Harvard. Education. I love his. I love Obama's brother. He's like in the in the background going. He's from Kenya. <laughs> We're all from Kenya. I'm yeah. telling you, we were born in Kenya. And the fact checker's like, no, yeah, he's full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it, literally his brother, his mom. They're like, yeah, no, he's definitely not an American. <laughs> that Hawaiian. And once again, that's what like, Trump when, was right. Yeah, when Trump's like, show me the birth certificate, okay? I can't do a Trump, I can't do a Trump fucking impression. But no, it's, he, he's not. A, I don't care what anybody says. Well, here's the thing. There's video of him even saying from Ken- I was from Kenya, but here's the thing, though. If 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 we're wrong, right? Show us where 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 are we wrong? Right? Not the narrative. The, you know, the birth certificate. That's his brother, right? His brother, yes, <laughs> would maybe have a little bit of credibility. Maybe his mom. <laughs> maybe. Right? I mean, they're they're his brother and mom. But no, they don't. They're full of Follow shit. Follow the money. That's real simple. It's kind of like, uh, what was the, um, 
I did a I put something on my page. I can't remember what the fuck it was about. Um damn oh fuck. I can't file. I, I don't know where it is. Lost you talk about losing your train of thought. I definitely <laughs> lost my train of thought okay, right there. I don't feel so bad because I, I was going down a rabbit hole there for a minute and I was like, wait a minute, where am I going? No, good, good. we should have went down that rabbit hole. I was I posted something and you fucking um Oh, that's the Biden thing right there. I'm suspended for thirty days, by, by the way, that's why I'm so quiet now. <laughs> I'm always suspended. I was I was suspended for for a while. Fuck, what was I what was I gonna think about? I can't remember what I was gonna say. That's that's the perils of marijuana. What are you gonna do, man? Shit happens. Well, listen, so it, I'm not saying it's the perfect drug, right? But really the point of the conversation is that people should move past the narrative, not just cannabis, but in a lot of things. Move past the narrative and find the truth. And be open to seeing it and be open to questioning it, right? That's it. That's it. Right? And, 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 and people say, well, you have your truth and I have my truth. Well, no, motherfucker. If I jump off the Empire State Building, the truth is there's a 99.9999% chance that I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. I'm leaving that percentage there just in case somebody bounces <laughs> and survives, or mer- or magically you hit you know right? the awning that's in the top of the Correct. building and you come right. to a nice which safe wouldn't fall. matter at 1,300 feet or 1,200. No, no, it's right. great. Okay. So I'm just gonna leave that there for the doubters, but the other outcome is more likely. Yes. Oh yeah, it's a it's the same concept. Like what I this is what I was was I remember. So what people are describing is perspective, not their truth and my truth. It's their perspective. And my perspective. Yeah, and sometimes it is my my truth versus their perspective, right? So, so for example, the whole COVID shit. Yeah. Right. Everything I said back then was not true. It was all fact checked. It was all bullshit. Mm-hmm. Right. But then, Fauci comes out after getting his fourth booster, catching COVID, and then re-catching it like so it came on and then it started going away and then it came on even stronger. He didn't have an easy case of it. He comes out and says, the vaccine doesn't do well against getting infected. <laughs> it's, it's, it's literally, but it does prevent really bad disease. Thank God I got the shot because I, I really would have been fucked up. And it's like, well, how can you make that statement when 90% of... like One thing we do know now is 90% of all the cases around the world for the last two years have been extremely mild. That's one thing you fucking know. So how could you say, thank God for my four, four vaccines and four boosters? You've heard of Dr. Zelenko? Oh, yeah. Who just died, right? Yeah, yeah he yeah. just passed away. He had like one lung. I didn't know that. And he had cancer. I didn't know that either. And like emphysema. He was pretty sick. Very, very sick. And he got COVID. And he survived. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Because I bet he, did, he like took like ivermectin. He didn't take the fucking vaccine. No, he did not. Okay. No, he took vitamin D. He took zinc. Um, I'm not a doctor. Um, HCQ, I think, is what, if I remember right, HCQ. Oh, hydroxychloroquine, yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he, he, he survived. It's amazing. I said that worked too early on. Trump said that worked too early on. Oh, no, that was, that was bullshit. Didn't work. Came out as soon as, as soon as Biden got elected that it worked. When I, you know what, you know what's great now? Have you seen the commercials for the, the oral treatments to COVID-19 now? Have oh, you yeah, seen the vaccine? Yeah. Have you seen the I don't commercials watch TV. for that yet? I don't watch TV. I've seen clippets. It's un- it's re- the I got to tell you something. The COVID nineteen ads are like really they're getting they're getting really good because because right. they're blindsiding you. It's like 
it's like yeah, it, it opens up to music and it's like a father and son hey dad what do you want to do do you want to go to a ball game son I do want to go to a ball game you know what we have to do first we have to get our COVID-19 <laughs> <laughs> like, where the fuck did that come from <laughs> holy shit you just sprung a vaccine commercial on me you know I swear to god it's like hey mom I have this red bleeding between my legs well you know what you need baby a COVID-19 vaccine <laughs> not a tampon it's, it's, it's fucking wild shit and then I see the the pills. Hey, make sure you get your oral treatment for COVID nineteen after you get your your COVID nineteen rapid test. You know, and it's uh, it's just very funny how now we finally have oral treatments for it. What? And I wonder if one of those oral treatments are now ivermectin. No, no, it's definitely not. It's not. No. So when I first started hearing that <laughs> that the whole COVID nineteen thing was was pros- probably bullshit, I was like, no, you know, like I've know people that died of COVID. We all know people that have died of COVID. But when you look into the treatment the hospitals gave the patients that went to the hospital for COVID, just look at, go to the CDC or go to the NIH, go for COVID treatment protocols, okay? I think it's table 2E, if it hasn't been edited, okay? And look at the protocols. Remdesivir is there. Remdesivir is a big one. Right, yeah. yeah. It's, I think it's the number one recommendation. The number one. Yeah. Yeah, have you ever seen the Remdesivir studies or Remdesivir studies? You mean the one where 71% of people got liver cancer and died or had liver failure and died in Africa? Huh? Yeah, I heard about those. Yeah. So that one, the, the absolute provable multiple studies saying that it decreased survivability. The CDC decreased. published a study yes, saying that. Yes, decreased survivability. Yeah. The but, NIH, both of them have done it. But Through PubMed, all of them. It was the number one recommended drug. 100%. Why? The, the other one was... You know who produced it? I have Fauci was behind it. China, too. Yeah, China and Fauci had patents on it. You know how much it is? It's over, mu- over $1,000 a treatment. Is it really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, 100%. Ivermectin is how much? It's like three bucks a <coughs> or something like that? Something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Three, no, it's like three bucks so for saying, like so a 30-day supply. So marijuana so was what's cheap. What's Ivermectin? Is that the horse paste? It's exactly, yeah, the horse jizz. Yeah, you, all, that's all you had to do is, is jerk off a horse or give a horse a blowjob, and you can cure yourself from COVID. Because that, uni- that's all uh, it's Wait, all ivermectin. It isn't really that is. a unicorn? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you manage to get unicorn sperm <laughs> yeah. or semen on your skin, you can pretty much cure anything. Yeah. yeah. So they call that unimectin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So we're just messing around, but really Ivermectin won a Nobel Prize in Medicine in 2015. For oh. humans. For humans, yes, or if, for or, humans. Or if you're, uh, what was that, what was that maniac's, um, what's that maniac's name? It's like, Nobel Prize winning in humans. Nobel yeah. Prize winning in humans. In humans. Okay, it's in humans. A human, I'm taking it right now. I'm going take it out right now. See, see, Ivermectin for humans. Here we take it. He said, who the fuck, what was that? Uh, I don't know. He's on, he's on Rogan all the fucking time. Can't think of his name. The, the audience is like, "You high, stupid motherfuckers!" Like that guy is this guy. Yeah. It's not Steve Bannon. It's the other uh, Alex Jones. Alex Jones. Oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Alex Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I thought Alex Jones was a freaking quack like a year and a half ago. Like, well, he was oh, right man. about everything. But it just turns out he was kind of he was kind of right about everything, right? Tell you what to do. They get him. They compromise him. They bring him to this to this island. They fuck these little kids. And then they're under control forever. That's what they do. They compromise these these political parties, and they get they, they get them under their way. Well, he's he's batting a pretty good average. right Telling now. you, they have an island where they're fucking kids. He said that like nineteen, like two thousand 
2001 or some shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, dude, so far, so long ago to Rogan. He told Rogan like 20 years ago that, listen, I'm telling you, don't go to this island. You get famous, they're going to they're gonna compromise you. You're going to be fucking kids. Well, you yeah. know, you know. You, they're going to drug you, so, fuck you. So your audience should look up, not on Google, you know, anything but Google. There's Brave, there's, there's a universe outside of Google, right? Places like DuckDuckGo, Brave, Yannex. They're just search engines, people, mm-hmm. right? They're just search engines. Just remember AOL? Then we went to MSM, Yahoo, Google. Try something outside of Google. There's a universe outside of that. Oh, yeah. Right? That might actually give you accurate information. Yeah, that might, that might give you accurate information. And look up Bohemian Grove. Look up Bohemian Grove. What's Bohemian Grove? Bohemian Grove is a private club where the elite, the real one percenters, okay? I'm not talking about Jeff Bezos. I'm talking about the real one percenters, okay? Mm-hmm. Get together and release a bunch of children and do human hunting parties. I've heard about shit like this. I, I, don't, I don't doubt it for a second. I'll send you some articles. I don't doubt it for right? a second. I'll send you some articles. Actually, Alex Jones released a video, the only video to have ever been leaked that I know of from Bohemian Grove that he actually got undercover. What movie was that? It wasn't a movie. No, but there, no, there was a movie oh. where they were hunting humans. What f- there were, a, there's been a couple. F- yeah. They tell us everything through movies, by the way. They really do, 100%. I'm, 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 I'm starting to, you know, people like when, when we talk like about, about shit like this, they ask me, well, how do you know? What, what, why do you think that? Blah, blah, blah. So my answer is always, I don't put anything past humanity. I don't I, anything evil that you could really think of. I think humans could ha- have a, have the capability of doing. Well, hello, Jeffrey Dahmer. Not just Jeffrey Dahmer. I mean, I, I mean, think about this logically right now. Think about this logically right now. To a very large segment of the population, whatever way you fall in this area of debate, but to a very large segment of the population, the very idea that you are sticking up for an unborn child's right to life is the craziest thing that has ever been suggested on the planet right mm-hmm. you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. so it's like it's like how how insane do you have to get to have that level of thinking so if you have that level of thinking i don't really put anything by you i don't i don't put it past anybody that they scare and torture these kids and then drink their fucking blood the pizzagate stuff i don't put that i, I don't put that, that. Oh, that's no. The, I know. I know. I know about it now. Yeah, but but the, my point is, like, I don't put any of that past any of these powerful maniacs. This is nothing. New. And one thing I know is that powerful people, they feel like they could do whatever the fuck they want. So I don't put it past them to do anything because they can. Because they can. They can. It's not the regular ass jerk off. If if I'm torturing a kid in my fucking basement, draining him of blood and drinking his blood, I'm I'm going to be locked up and probably I should be killed. Here's the thing, though, people say, "Oh, I don't believe that for one minute." Okay, I don't believe that a terrorist gets seventy four virgins when he blows himself up. I don't believe that for a second. No, but they do. But they do, and so long as they do, your belief is irrelevant. Yeah, it's like, it's like I don't believe that a building and a structure that's made of concrete and rebar just disintegrates. Being a mason, right? Being a mason, I've always said this. I don't see how it came down. Well, doesn't make any fucking sense to me. So people can give me logical explanations on that, and I wouldn't know anything about it. And if it sounds logical, I would say, yeah, that makes sense. But the truth is, I don't know the 
chemistry or the, or the science or anything behind it. But here's what I do know. That a commercial airline flying at 100 feet off the ground in the most heavily guarded videotape city in the world, and there's not a single clear footage of that plane hitting the Pentagon? Matter of fact, a lot of the it's footage, kind of when, you, when you look at it, it really doesn't look like a commercial airliner. It's choppy, right? It's choppy, and but it really, most, it's like gray. It, it, but it's the only footage that, that's released. Oh, and there's no footage outside of the... Outside uh, of that of, one frame that you're talking about? Yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing else. Yeah, and there's no, there's no footage outside of, um, what's it called, the Pentagon either. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Come on, how many cameras are outside? You have one grainy video from a fucking gas station? You know, block block down the street. You don't even see what hit it, and what you did see kind of looks like a fucking missile. Uh, you know, it's like I, I I don't know, man. I don't. It's see to me like I look at things logically. So when you hear you hear the way it was designed, oh, it was designed to fall in its in its own footprint. I I don't see how that's possible. I don't see how you build a building. So when you build the first floor, that first floor is able to hold up the entire rest of the building. It's the base. Right, it's a base. So then you build the second floor to hold up the rest of the building. Then you build the third floor the same exact way. So if it hit the 73rd floor, if the very top of all that shit melted and the whole top of the building just came off and fell down, I fucking believe that. That the plane melted seals and the fucking top of the building fell off. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, what yeah. you're telling me is all of a sudden a plane hit the 73rd floor and it structurally hurt the entire lower part of the building to where it could no longer hold the weight of the shit that was on top of it. Yeah, that's actually a very good explanation. It doesn't make any sense to me as a mason, as a person with concrete. And then knowing how concrete comes apart with rebar running through it. It's not going to crumble. It's, it's going to blow out. It's gonna, if, it, if the building fell in segments... Like broke apart and it fell all in different segments and it fell down all fucking haphazardly. That's how concrete breaks apart when you're not doing it demolition style. That's how it does. The only way to get concrete to implode like that is to blow up parts of it. That's it. There's no other fucking and let, way. And let's be real. You don't build a building that tall in New York if it's not designed to sustain an aircraft hit. Well, it was. It was right? 100% sustained. Because the the the... Empire State Building was hit by a B-52 in the 40s. Yeah, but that thing was, was chilling. And it, it survived <laughs> just fine. I didn't even know that till, till a, it's, it's like, like the Aztecs ago. built that motherfucking That's building. That's a big fucking airplane. Yeah. That's probably bigger than a commercial airline. Yeah. I don't know. But the Twin Towers get hit by commercial airlines. I guess I, I didn't understand. I mean, I do now the explanation of the base being the strongest because you got to support the weight above. Well, it's every floor is built to support everything above it. Correct. Right. So even if the first 50 floors would have came down, at some so, point it would have stopped where you still have a structure of a building. Yeah. Where you still have concrete and structure that has not been compromised. At some point, it's going to stop it. It's like, think about this. If you stack up bricks and you hit the top brick with a fucking, with a, with a sledgehammer, you might crack the top brick, you know, unless you're some Japanese motherfucker that could do the death, you know, like the Jean-Claude Van Damme uh, dim mock and, and, even plow, then, yeah. and blow out the bottom yeah. brick. Show me dim mock. That's energy. We're going to talk about energy. Yeah. You can't That's let me, death touch. Listen, you can't let me forget and to mention uh, the gateway experience. Just want to drop that there for a Fucking bring it up now. Let's go. No, no, because I want to finish this conversation because I'm really curious as to when you realized that the 9-11 was an inside job. 
Ooh, you know what? When you when uh, honestly, you hear about it, and right off the bat, it was it was very suspect how everything happened. But back back then, I was in college, right? So then I went years without really thinking about it, and then I became a Mason, and then I start talking with different people about you know they're adamant. That it's that it's an inside job, and I just started thinking about it, thinking about what they said, thinking about what I read. I start, I start. One of the main things that that got me to think that it was fucking wacky was watching the number seven building come down. Yeah, like that it, one makes even less sense, right? So the, that one didn't really get hit with anything, right? And when you when you actually watch that come down, there's there's detailed video of that you could really pull up. Um, you actually see flashes. You see the top of it come down first, and then you see the building. Can you send fall. me some of those. Yeah, oh yeah. I don't think I've seen those. Yeah, dude, it's it's unbelievable. Watch watch number seven. I think you could even fucking Google that video. Yeah, one hundred percent. Number seven building came down, and uh, hey Jay, Jay comes in. He's just getting a beer. He's not here, but yeah, the number seven comes down and it was straight up imploded, one hundred percent imploded. Yeah, I've never seen clear videos of number seven. Yeah, on dude, it's it's really it's something that's fucking troubling. I was there. Oh yeah, I was there within a week. I think my guard, my I was in the guard, and I knew as soon as the planes hit, I you know I was out of town, grabbed my bags and just waited for the call. And then they grounded all the flights. Mm-hmm. Then I came back, we reported, went out there and helped out. No shit. Yeah. yeah. So, and then when I like when I really started thinking about it, you know, to, to really answer your question, it was just my understanding of concrete and breaking it apart, and starting to look at how that building was made and. You know, I read a lot of stuff, and and yeah, they, they he got it passed. Apparently, he got it passed by by saying that it would fall in its own footprint. But I don't understand how how it could possibly ever do that when it's unprovoked. I don't understand that. So let's think about that for a second and the implications. If if you're right, then the stuff we presented is not necessarily belief. It's no, it's this is my thoughts. You're right, but yeah. did the plane fly a hundred feet off the ground? Yes. Did it hit the Pentagon? Yes. Is there only one clip out there of the plane? Yes. Mm-hmm. Draw your other conclusions from there. Yeah, I mean, right. So what does that's, that's what we're discussing. Find your own. Find the truth. Yeah, Ask try the question. To, try to try to search for it because the, to to my understanding of just how how things work. I mean, think about it. All the wood framing, all the wiring, all the copper, all the rebar, all the concrete so that how was do you running. Put, how there do was you, nothing that bind that binded up in any way, shape, or form. It all just explosives? came down. How do you put explosives without people from the different floors seeing the cable, seeing the detonator, seeing? Well, the- uh, to me, that's a very that's a very easy thing to do. You sh- you you say that you're going to be doing renovations for any fucking which way, which there was different renovations that were being done for different cable lines, sewer lines that were running through there. You can, is that you, like the months leading up to it? Yeah. So when you exactly years like. So and plus they're talking about um, you know beams being cut, like plasma cut. So there's legit thermite that could rip itself right through right through metal, and and cut support beams. So all that is is painting. You could you could paint the shit out of some beams, light it up, it's gone. There's a lot of there's a lot of different ways to do that. So once again, if you're working in that office building, let's just say you're working in the office building for 20 years, and you've been seeing construction going on and renovations and all this shit, you're not going to think anything of different crews working. Nothing. Nobody is. They could legit set whatever the fuck they want to set in areas they want to set it in. Have a guard posted. I mean, how difficult really is it? I don't think it's very difficult. I really don't. When you you watch right. it coming down, you watch these this concrete just 
disintegrating, disintegrating, disintegrating. And it's like, do you know, like, the kind of... I get it, there was a lot of force coming down, but it's always been supported by the concrete that was underneath it. The force has always been supported. And it's not like it was a big bang. It was everything underneath gave out. That does not make any sense to me. At all, 100%, and you'll never convince me otherwise. If it hit at the bottom, I could understand it. If they landed in the fucking 10th floor and everything from the 10th floor up came down in an imploded fashion, I'd almost believe that more than it getting hit at the 73rd and everything underneath it being compromised. Makes no sense to me. And even if the foundation was compromised at the very bottom, again, it would fucking teeter and break off. It wouldn't disintegrate coming straight down. So that's when I, when I really started thinking of like just my knowledge of concrete and how things get, come apart. I just think like nothing binded up. Nothing at all. All the wire. Think about how much how many feet of wires in that building. How many two by fours are in that building? How many aluminum studs were in that building? How much fucking rebar and concrete were in that building? So two quick questions. One Steel. What year did you come to that realization? And two oh, I'd say I was like thirty two. Holy shit. And two but we don't live in Nebraska or Texas. We live in Jersey. Most of us, most people listen. We, I certainly do know people that were there or mm-hmm. lost someone that was there, right? Like, I do you even have that conversation with that person? Because imagine what happens. Think of the implications of that. If it was an inside job, right? That must lead to a cover-up to the highest levels. This wasn't like some jihadi that over the course of six months, eight months, a year, wired a building to implode. This requires resources, money, power, clearances. Oh, yeah. Right? Stuff that's way past our government. Everyone says the government did it or George Bush was behind it. I, I don't. He was just a puppet that was sitting there when it happened. When it happened. Yeah, a lot of people look at the, the face he made. You know, a lot was made of, oh, how stoic he was in front of those kids and blah, 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 blah. I see it as... He almost has the face like, I can't believe they did this to me. Like, when he's in front of those kids, he has that look like these motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? If you think back, if, if, you, if you go back and look at his face and read it now, knowing what we know, it's like, I can't believe you did it under my fucking presidency. Now I have to deal with this bullshit. Mm-hmm. And, and then what happened? A lot of people made billions and trillions off of that fucking thing. We spent yeah. four, how much, what, what is it, four trillion dollars in yeah. fucking Afghanistan? For what? For what we left billions in 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 in, in weapons, ninety billion I think we left in just in weapons and American citizens behind and Amer- exactly and left in complete utter disgrace, and that was that was all to get government money because there's war mongers there's a, like it's like the Liz Cheney's of the fucking world. No, he's a puppet too. Not even the George Soros. Those guys are in the bottom tiers. If we we're looking at a military structure, they would be like majors. No, Maybe I know, but they're, they're, all, they're all making money off it. Dick Cheney, every single Dick Cheney one was high up in it. He was a powerful Yeah, every single one of them makes money on it. Every single one. Every and, one of them. In 1939, J.D. Rockefeller bought IG Farben in Germany, the biggest pharmaceutical company at the time. Oh, yeah. Who was in power in 1939? Oh, it was Germany, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. In Germany. Who was in power? Who was the president of Germany in 1939? It was Hitler, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. they, yes. I'm like, come on, we smoked a lot. And I'm like, holy Dude, shit, this Nazi, is fucking trivia. The Nazi party. Yeah. Okay? And in 1941, the number one product they started producing was Cyclone B, the gas to kill the Jews. I remember seeing a Rockefeller and Nuremberg trials. No, they weren't there. He made money on the whole thing. Both sides. Carnegie, 
Steel made money on selling steel to the Germans to build their ships. Ford made motors for the Germans to build their Tiger tanks. And they made it for the Sherman tanks here. They made a killing. And after they realized that none of them had been prosecuted, they realized they controlled the world. That's a good point. They controlled everything. They controlled everything. Two presidents in U.S. history have wanted to break away from the Federal Reserve. Okay? One wanted to go to greenbacks, Abraham Lincoln. The second wanted to go to silverbacks or silver certificates, John F. Kennedy. What else do they have in common? I think um, they were both shot in the head, weren't they? I just find that to be very coincidental. That the only two people who have tried to break away from the Federal Reserve, or the bankers, the world bankers, because there was no Federal Reserve, for those of you who, you know, fact hawks, um, the world bankers, the Rothschilds of the world, those guys, ended up dead. Ended up dead. Three of the world's richest men in 1910 were um, Benjamin Guggenheim, uh, Isidore Strauss, Macy's founder, and John Jacob Astor. All three were against the Federal Reserve in 1910. All three. Okay? Without their support, they can never get it passed or created. They're three of the richest men. All three also share something else in common. They all died on the Titanic. Ooh. But here's the crazy part. You know who else was supposed to be on the Titanic and canceled just before the trip? J.P. Morgan. Really? That's so interesting. Huh. So all three of them died on the Titanic. Really? Yeah. John Jacob Astor, Isidore Strauss, and Benjamin Guggenheim. Look them up. Huh. No shit. I will look them up when we get out. Fucking that's a, that and so because it is like it's very interesting. So now you're getting into a fucking was did they really hit a fucking iceberg or or something blown up? I have no idea. That's not what I'm suggesting. I'm simply giving you the facts. I'm not giving you my opinion. Oh no no no! no. I'm asking the question. Oh yeah. Was something possibly blown up? So well, I, so when, I when you when it, you right? give me mm-hmm. that type of fucking yeah when you get when you say that then you okay so. Who is left to benefit from those three dying? Well, a couple of years later, the Titanic sunk in 1912, I think, right? April 1912. In April 1913, the Federal Reserve was formed. 40% of the Federal Reserve, in the moment of its inception, it was created, was owned by the Rothschild family, the Morgan family, and the Rockefeller family. 40%. Everybody else can go do the research on who owns the other 60%. But there are families that you would know or names you've at least heard. I thought up until last year the Federal Reserve was an actual federal bank. (laughs) That's how freaking asleep I was, right? It's not a federal bank. It's a private bank. And if it's a private bank, what does it do? It makes money for its shareholders. Yes? Why does a private bank set U.S. economy rates? And what interest is it serving? Is it the American people? It certainly isn't me. No, and I wish I understood the, the Federal Reserve and how it worked and all that shit. They, really set, they, set, the, they, they set the the interest rate, the price of the bonds. Okay. Oh yeah, I know. I know what they do. I just don't know why they why they're needed and what they're what they, they what they do. We don't need them. Yeah. That's the point. The point is we don't need them at all. 
You know what we don't also need? We don't need a Department of Education. We don't need an EPA. I'm almost at the point where, like, do we even need a representative government anymore? We, we always need a representative. We need a republic. Representative republic. Right? Constitutional that, republic. I wish we Not could get back. Not a democracy. I, I, I know. I wish we could get back. You're saying the same things I always say. I just look at it like, at what point do we have enough fucking laws? At what point, like, what, what real purpose are they serving? The, we're, when we talk about our, our, you know, the laws in this country, if you just look at, you know, the 19, the, the, the fucking, um, what's his name? The presidential can- the campaign of fucking um, the other actor. I can't think of his name right now. Why the, why the other actor? Reagan. Okay. When Reagan was running. Go listen to their fucking debates. They're arguing the exact same questions. Go back to Nixon and Kennedy. They're arguing the exact same things. Yeah. Healthcare and fucking illegal immigration. Yeah. If you ever go and on YouTube and watch presidential debates from the 90s and stuff, they say the same. It's a script. It's the same exact thing. It's 100% a script. I was looking through Obama's old um, like campaign ads. If you want to have fun, go do that. Just tell me if anything he said was true. He said he was going to reduce the deficit $4 trillion in four years. That was for his second term. It was for his second term. He raised it. It's almost $6 trillion. So it's like everything they say, and if you just go back and listen to this shit, it's, it's unbelievable how it's um, people aren't wise. They're, they're not wise to it. They don't give a shit. Because, they, we, because we've been dumbed down on purpose. You ever heard of the Act of 1871? No. Was that? The Act of 1871 is interesting because that's when we started kind of moving away from common law into more of statutory law. Okay. Uh, and statutory law is pretty much what we operated under today. You look at a statute for everything, right? Parking ticket, it's a statute. That's statutory law, which is different than common law. But if you look at constitutional law, which is common law, it's written in common law, right? <clears throat> There's a lot of things that we as Americans um, tolerate and pay for that isn't even legal. Not even legal, not even close. Like taxes, only Congress can levy tax. I think it's how the Constitution reads. Taxes are federally illegal. They were passed during um, FDR. When, by the way, he stole all the gold because owning gold while FDR was president was actually illegal. You can own gold. They, there was a national crisis and all the gold had to be owning Gold was illegal. Huh. And stripped Americans of their wealth. Because we pretty much lost our constitutional republic shortly after the Civil War. Oh, 100%. See, I, this is something that I argue with all the time. And it, it drives me crazy with people that, that when they try to say the, what the Civil War was about. The Civil War was plain and simple about the South trying to keep, my opinion... South was trying to keep America the way it was founded. The North wanted the federalized system. Industrialists. The bankers. The bankers. 100%. Yeah. They wanted a one-size-fits-all approach Mm -hmm. when the South was trying to keep their individual states' rights. They were trying to keep the republic as is. That's what a lot of people don't realize. Everyone sits back, oh, it it was nothing about, it was all about slavery. Well, you know, slavery was a part of the states down there. 
But what what's another thing that people don't realize is only two percent of the fucking Americans will own slaves. Only two percent of the South own slaves. Ninety eight percent of the people don't didn't own a fucking slave. It was a rich person's thing. It was an elite thing. And there was a lot of black elites at the times that were selling slaves and owning slaves. One of the first fucking court cases in the history of America was about a black slave owner. No shit. Yes. Okay, so like when you when you look at this stuff, it's just it's it's um it's amazing how it's like everything we've been taught is bullshit. It's bullshit. Complete and total bullshit, man. Yeah. And it's like what lie are you gonna fucking believe? And it's the people that, that, that don't ask any questions, they only want to get involved, they don't want to know anything, they just want to go about their fucking life while everything's getting taken from them. They, they, there's people out there that literally believe that the Civil War was only about slavery. Why? Because they were told that over and over and over and over again yeah. from a lying media that wants you to believe it was just about slavery. They don't want you to believe that it was a fight for the foundation of this country, and when the South lost, we lost America as it was formed. People don't realize that. And Hence what we have the now, Act of 1871. Yes, and then what we have now. I didn't know any of that, by the way. I knew some of that. Okay. Not in that much detail. But now the Act of 1871 makes total sense. Mm-hmm. And now you see the problems that we're going into today. Right? It's, it's all, all of that has stemmed itself into the crony capitalism that we have now, the one-size-fits-all approach. Like, everyone talks about, uh, oh, the Roe versus Wade shit. Oh, yeah, let's talk about that. You know, it's um, we went through that in the last episode. Fuck, we hammered that really good. But it's it touches on what, what America was founded on. It's one of the, one, one of the best things I think the, the Supreme Court probably ever did in the foundation of the Supreme Court was give that decision back to the states. 100%. Right? And it's, it's not a... Once again, everyone on this show knows my stance on abortion. I've gone through it enough. But regardless of your stance, once again, you should be thinking that individual states and individual localities should have the decision on whether they want that or not. Because we are 50 states that makes the federal government, not a federal government that makes 50 states. Yes. The United States of America. Correct. Okay? Uh, e pluribus unum. You Correct. know what that means? Out of many, one. It's like the fucking motto of this country. Out of many, one. It's about individual. It's about your individual self. It's about your individual governance. That's what it's always been about. And now we're fucking that up to the point where we don't even recognize it anymore. And there's people that are trying to argue against America. And what they're doing is they're using all the shit that has been fucked up over the years. And they're trying to say, well, this is, this is what's wrong with the country and the foundation of this country. No, the foundation is the only reason why it stayed as long as it fucking possibly could. Because they knew that these politicians were going to fuck it up as fast as possible. So they made nothing work fast. Which was brilliant. The founders knew what the fuck they were doing. The founders were absolutely genius. Genius. That that ties in beautifully with my point as to why I'm so insulted when I have to ask the city for permission to sell my shit. To sell your shit. (laughs) It comes full circle. Because think about that for a second. It's all connected. And and think about this for a second. If the people, the 3% of the motherfuckers that fought England for a small tax, it was like a 5% tax, Okay, remember they fought over that shit. Can you imagine if they had to ask England permission to sell their own shit on their own land to their neighbors? No, that, that no, was no. war type shit back in the day. No, no, check this. There out. was legit fucking pitchforks and fires, and you go and you strung motherfuckers up back then. So when I lived in Palisades Park in North Jersey, I was entitled one visitor parking, and I had to pay thirty five dollars a year for registering my dog. And I was like, I'm not paying that. 
And then he's like, no, you're going to get a ticket if you don't pay us. I'm not paying that. Yeah. She goes, I, I didn't bring my wallet. I come back. So I didn't come back, obviously, right? And like two months later, I'm there because I was in the military. I used to go to the police department to get a background check. And then he's like, oh, Mr. Fonseca, Mr. Fonseca. And I was like, oh, hey, how you doing? I'm like, shit, this lady remembered me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. She goes, you didn't pay the, the $35 or 75 whatever it was, for your golden, you know, for your dog. And I was like, yeah, he passed away. Sorry. <laughs> I walked out. <laughs> I'm not paying. I'm not paying you, so that I can own a dog in my house. In your house. That's. But think about this. People do all the time. All the time. They will pay it. They won't even fucking ask questions. They won't ask why. Who passed this fucking law? Yeah. How about we start there? How about we fucking start there? Start with the simple questions. Let, yes. Who passed that? It's like the kid. Did you, did you hear the story? Like nobody still asks this question to, to, to today, which still boggles the fuck out of my mind. Um, did you hear about the story? The the the, the kid that got electrocuted, the lifeguard that got electrocuted in Island Beach State. Oh Park yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so now we have lightning alarms. Okay, that's what we did. We got lightning alarms, but nobody asked the question: Who put aluminum fucking lifeguard stands out there? Superconducting material. Super aluminum, a super conductor, super conductor. Who made the decision to switch from wood? Doesn't conduct wood. It doesn't conduct. Not a superconductor to a superconductor to put these motherfuckers twelve feet in the air on superconducting towers in a volatile fucking place like this summer on the Jersey Shore, where we're known to have fucking random thunderstorms. And not a single person from the ground to the top bothered to say. This doesn't make sense. We probably shouldn't do this. We probably shouldn't do this. What if some what 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 if there was one guy going, Are you fucking crazy? There's gonna be someone getting you, electrocuted. You know what happened to him? He got fired. He got fired. One hundred percent got fired. That tells you everything we've we've become Sodom and Gomorrah. We have. Where the truth is shunned. The the truth seekers are shamed because they're crazy, because they're this, because they're that. The only difference, okay. The only difference between a prophet and the news in 2022 is about six months. Uh, that's it. Because that's what it's been. I was six yeah. months ahead of everybody. Six months. I was talking gain-of-function research before anybody fucking even had a clue what the fuck gain-of-function research was. My, I was telling my friends, I was like, listen, I said, if you're only supposed to get one shot, why are there four slots on the vaccine card? <laughs> What are the other slots for? <laughs> it was only happened to be four. Guess what shot are we on right now? I think four. Yeah, I think we're it's like your four. pills Monday through Friday. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's very funny how like um, I was telling people about gain of function research. Like back in fucking March, I was talking about this. I was getting fact checked. No, they cannot modify viruses. Um, no, they can. They legit. Admitted it. We admitted this shit in 2014, 2015. Yeah. The Obama administration said, hey, guys, you might want to stop doing this shit. Yeah. A liberal said, we need to stop fucking with this shit, okay? Wasn't that all the way back to, like, 2012 or 13? Like, that was a while ago. So the moratorium on gain-of-function research is put in place, I believe, in 2014 by Obama. And it took place in 2000. 2000 it went into effect 2015, Okay, so that's really, when that happened, a year later, they took the fucking virus and they sent it to Wuhan, China oh, with yeah, the, yeah. Same new, the same NIH under funding. Under uh, EcoHealth Alliance. EcoHealth Alliance, exactly. Yeah. And fucking uh, the other jerk-off that came in said, no, it's definitely not from a, like Peter Daszak. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, they were funding like $35 million through Eco Health Alliance. 3.5. Was it 3.5? It was 3.5, 3. yeah. 3.5 million. Yeah, it was definitely 3.5 million that went back there, but all the research was already done. That's pretty specific, folks. No, it's, it's Eco pretty Eco Health Alliance. And uh, the, what's really funny about this whole story is, is early on, they were talking about how, and this was once again, the, the Alex Jones. Guys, I'm telling you, it's got the AIDS delivery system. My scientists are on it. Okay, it definitely has the AIDS delivery system. It gets in your in your in your vir- in your genes or in your cells through the same way AIDS does. He was one hundred percent right. Is that why ninety the uh, UK saw like a seventy percent spike, highest spike in like sixty years in AIDS? Exactly. In the UK. It's 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 amazing how AIDS commercials are making a fucking oh yeah, comeback. yeah. That's that's amazing too. Yeah, it's just it's very funny because like you sit back and you and you put all this stuff together. And early on, I was seeing like these. Expeditions that came out of China, like Chinese TV, I was watching, where they were going into, they were advertising this as like, hey, we're doing this awesome fucking research where we're going to be able to identify these really bad viruses and, and turn them into something fucking crazy and learn how to fight them. They were like advertising how awesome this is going to be in collaboration with America. That's like back in 2012, 13, 14, something like that. They were in the fucking bat of the, in the cave of the horseshoe bat, the actual bat. That they harvested the coronavirus from. Remember the whole idea behind a bat? Mm-hmm. The reason why that was is because they actually took this off a fucking bat. It was a bat coronavirus. Okay, that was very, that they identified as being incredibly transmissible in humans, but they made that even more transmissible. And then what they did was they gave it the AIDS delivery system with the fucking spike protein and how it gets into the ACE2 receptor. They fucking they they completely did this. So when you look at Chinese TV that they put that out that they were advertising that they were doing this and then they sent it over to fucking NC State, you could track that entire fucking virus. Right. And then it, all of that got scrubbed. Everything everything you fucking got taken all off the internet. It's unbelievable how how I was seeing this shit so early on talking about gain of function research being called the conspiracy theory and maniac and I I keep posting this shit now going like every week I'm going Hey, remember when I said yeah. this? Just wondering, yeah. if you remember when I said this, now this just came out. Right. Hey, guess what? Remember when I said fucking this? Well, yeah, guess what? I did a, I did a, a Facebook post before I got banned where I walked people from March of 2020 all the way up to like last month in just news headlines, but in a way that made sense, right? Because um, <clears throat> all this stuff is reported. Um, oh, 100%. You know, don't wear a mask. Wear a mask. Wear two masks. Get one shot. Get two shots. 97% effective. 55% effective. 92% of people with vaccines have them at the hospital. And, you know, and I walk people. And then all of a sudden, it's like, and all of a sudden I, I switch it up and I'm like, Biden pays, Biden pays farmers $35 million not to farm. Ships lugged, you know, in California, off the, off the California coast, backlogged. You know, you go to... Fires in, in Fires food processing and plants food processing all over the fucking country. Exploding, right? And, and two of them got hit by a plane. Get the fuck out of here. Two of them got hit by a plane. Two. Two got hit Not by a plane. Not one. Fucking two of two. them. Okay. You can literally look that one up. Then you see prices go up, go up, go up. Strategic reserve starts to go down. This isn't complicated at this point. Oh, and then what he does, what does he do? He releases uh, millions of barrels out of our strategic reserve. That's what I'm saying. Re- and you know who he sends them to? He sends them overseas to Europe and U- China. Ukraine. Didn't he send some to Ukraine? I know that we oh, sent a, billions oh, of dollars sent, to Ukraine. We've spent over $60 billion in Ukraine right now. The, the thing, exactly, How much on the border? Uh, oh, no, no, no. Remember when uh, they wanted to spend, uh, Trump wanted to spend $5 billion on the border. Yeah. That was too much money. Right, right, right. Did but you, we just gave, we gave Ukraine over $60 billion. Right. 
when the rest of Europe didn't even give a billion combined. The rest of the world didn't even give a billion combined. What are we doing? Yeah. Giving that much money. And guess what? I haven't even heard anything about it. It's like I don't even care about it anymore. At this care. point, at this point, people should probably know that the world is run by three entities, right? The Vatican, the City of London, and DC. And they all serve very different functions. Spiritual banking is London. Spiritual, obviously, the Vatican. Banking is London. But you know who the muscle is? The US. Oh, 100%. The yeah. US is the muscle. Yeah. You got a problem you don't want to go by with the World Bank? No problem. We're going to invade your country. We're going to fuck you up. We are, I've always said it. We are the, we're like the mob boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You need our protection. Why else are we in every other fucking country? Why are we protecting every country? Why is it that the countries that don't take loans from the World Bank are the countries in Central America who are poor, are the African countries that have been ravaged, right? With wars and civil wars. They're the ones that have either taken a loan and not been able to pay back or have refused outright. And usually those guys end up dead. Or the enemy. Where the muscle comes in and takes you out because you're a terrorist. You're a terrorist, yeah. You're a dictator. You know? You're the bad guy. I'm not saying there's not dictators out there because... These, no, there definitely are. These people install whatever they need. Just follow the money. Whether they're a socialist, uh, uh, an American president, a communist, a dictator, follow the money. It's just different systems to control different cultures, but all the money keeps going to the same spot. It's the same thing with religion. Mm-hmm. This, this this playbook it has been used over and over controlling humanity. This is what people don't don't realize. Yeah, this isn't nothing. They, new. They, they've have this down since before fucking Jesus. This is A D type or this is B C type shit. Okay, mm-hmm. this is Old Testament. Yeah. Everyone, one of the things that I learned when I went to I studied um, when I went to college. I went to a Catholic college, so I had to take theology. Okay, one of the things I was I was taught in theology is. They're all stories. They're all stories based on getting humans to act in a certain manner. And that's it, right? So you take the, the Synoptic Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. They're really, besides John, they're all very similar stories. Mm-hmm. They're just told in different ways to different groups of people that needed to see Jesus in a different way. So if you take the Sermon on the Mount, for example, right? The people of the, the, that time needed to see a human-type human Jesus that was staring them in the face, talking to them to the, to the face. It's the same exact story as the sermon on the, uh, a Sermon on the Mount and the Sermon on the Plain. Sorry, the Sermon on the Plain was face-to-face. The Sermon on the Mount, he was talking, he was up on high. People needed to look up and have hope in a inspirational being like Jesus. So it's the same exact story told in a totally different way to the type of people that needed to hear it a certain way. All it was is a book of how to fucking behave as a human being. That's all it is. That's all fucking religion is. It's people are wild scumbags. And we need to control these motherfuckers. That's really what it comes down to. So, wh- what is it? Like, is it is it the way Rousseau said that we, you know, the life of a human is violent, brutish, and short, and we had to figure out a way to control these maniac motherfuckers? You know, it, it makes you think. Like, why everyone thinks, oh, why are why are there crazy motherfuckers that go around and kill kids? Well, maybe they just haven't evolved to the point where they stop fucking killing people, because that's what humans did for a long time. It's all we did for. for how many years until, like, what, 200 years ago? What's all we did was kill people. The Wild Wild West was, like, in fucking 1880. That wasn't that long ago. 
<laughs> that was 100 years ago where you used to fucking like smack someone in the face and say, I challenge you to a duel. You take 10 paces and shoot each other. That shit happened. You had gunfights in the middle of the fucking street. That shit happened. See, I've taken a much more spiritual approach the last couple of years because I happen to believe, first of all, I agree with you that I hate religion. I think religion was compromised in the 60s. Uh, through the same people that have compromised everything else. Yeah, I'm way more spiritual than religious. Yeah. Way more. Um, but I happen to believe that Scripture, the Bible, is more supported by science than not. For example, scientists have discovered the, uh, the, the DNA strain that has the initials of the, the, the God of the Bible. It's not God. It's, it's the original name. Starts with a Y. You know, the, I do the the, the 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 biblical Hebrew name of God, right? Mm-hmm. DNA in every single human being imprinted. Um, there was a Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, there was a man named Jesus Christ who was crucified by the Romans, according to historical records. Now, I'm not saying he was the savior. I'm just saying there was a guy named Jesus Christ who was crucified at 33 years old <clears throat> in Israel. Okay. Um, can he heal people? I don't know. I wasn't there for that. Can he turn water into wine? That's I wasn't I there for that either. Go ahead and keep the party right. going. But <laughs> if you go to historical context and, and scripture, I think it, the science and true history actually validates the Bible more than it discredits it. See, here's my problem. Everything I was taught, it's, it, it's, it, go, it, it speaks to our overall conversation. So a very enlightening moment for me was when I went from being taught Catholicism in, in high school, in grade school, and going to, going to you know, um, church. Right. Which we weren't very big church-going people because my parents <clears throat> always thought it was a, a little bit of bullshit. More spiritual. But then when I got to college and I started learning theology from the dude who taught priests how to do it. Right. Okay? Father Donahue, never forget he, it was more of a um, read the passage. Let's discuss how you guys interpreted it. Right. So what this I start. This is how you should see it. This is well. It's it's not about this is how you should see it. It's how do you see it? Okay. And it was. It made me really believe that everything I was taught about this religion was a fucking lie. Mm-hmm. You know that God's all powerful, all knowing, unf- um, unfallible. But then you you read these fucking passages in the Bible, and it's like, believe in me or I'm going to take all your shit, kill all your kids, and kill all your family, and unless you repent to my ass, then I'll restore it all. Yeah. You know? What is it? I have the same question. It's like the book of Job, right? I think it's- One of my favorite books. So the book of Job, it's, it's- it's basically God making a deal with the fucking devil saying, yeah, hey, bet. I watch, watch this motherfucker. I bet I could take everything from this motherfucker and he's still going to be on his knees praising me. Watch. So like, to me, that's, that's God right there displaying one of the seven deadly sins. Right? Actually, many of the seven deadly sins. Isn't that vanity? I mean, isn't it? Isn't that a bit of gluttony? Well, it was it was Satan that made the deal with God. Either way, you're right. But he made the deal. Yeah, he made a deal. So he makes the deal out of vanity. You don't make that deal if you if you really believe that guy's going to do it. You don't make that. De- it's like it's like spiking the football. Right. 
Barry Sanders never needed to spike the football. Why would God need to spike the football if he's unfallible? Why would he need to prove anything to the devil? So I started asking these questions in my head, and it's just like, what? None of this shit is making sense. I didn't read an all-powerful, all-loving God when I was reading this shit. Right, right. And I was, I was said that in class. Like I, I didn't get the impression this dude was like going to forgive anybody. I got the impression he wants to fuck everybody up. Because you go from one story to the next to the next where it's like, hey, listen, you don't do what I say, I'm going to fuck you up. Okay, I fucked you up. Well, hey, you, you don't do what I say, I'm going to fuck you up. All right, I fucked you up too. It's the same fucking concept. It's like America. But, hey, do what we want to do or I'm going to fuck you up. No, right, but okay, there's, a, there's a big divide between the New Testament and the Old Testament. No, there is. Right. Because the New Testament is more about stories, unity, right, healing, don't cover the neighbors. Human the behavior. Old, human behavior. That's right. all That's all human control. Yeah, all, right. It's the opiate in the masses. Right. That's the that's right. the, the, the Old Testament's biblical shit. Biblical. Do right. this or you're going to fucking die. Yeah, yeah. the whale's going to eat you. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, this is young God we're talking. Right. This is an aged God who's calmed the fuck down. Right. This is young God it's on like steroids. God. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's fucking totally pissed off. But you know what's funny since we're talking about this? Make my day, motherfucker. I will flood you. I swear to fucking God, I'll flood you. So I was reading I was reading. <laughs> Genesis the other day, and in Genesis 1 and Genesis 3, God says, let us make man in our image, right? So I was thinking, well, who the hell is us? Who's ours? Is he, like, talking to other gods? Is there, like, a, a, a round table? And he's like, watch what I can do. I'm going to make a world. Let us make man in our image, is what he says. Well, it's the translation oh, okay. of it, right? Maybe the translation's off. Could be. Because one thing I definitely know is like like one of the things we did was we read the King James version of the Bible, yeah, the I New Times version of the Bible. I've read um, a couple of different versions of it. I'm gonna go read my and, King James and, to see. And all the um, all of the the translations of it speak slightly differently. Right. Yeah, they definitely. It's, it's my problem with the King James version. It's it's basically his interpretation. So he read different articles and he put his own bible together based on his interpretation of the king uh, of king james um what about the scrolls that have never made it to the bible oh like, like the, the, the book of judas shit like that what's that the book of judas okay there's the book of judas oh yeah then how come how come they didn't get picked why didn't they who knows they're man all, they're all books yeah how come they, they were scrolls how come that one didn't get picked how come that one got hidden you know what's interesting is um one of the, the Father Donahue used to talk all the time about a unknown source that's never been seen, but it's rumored, and it's they call it the Q source, I believe, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And what they believe is that the majority of the stories stemmed from the Q source because of how they were told. Like, like I said, the Synoptic Gospels, they're a lot of the same exact stories, just told in different ways. So they believe that there was, an, there was original sources to the Bible that the Bible was put together based on a lot of different sources and a lot of different stories, um, which that to me makes sense, you know, because if you're trying to formulate a control factor and a religious factor, you would, you know, you would formulate a lot of different stories. Like if you look at Jesus, Jesus is like the 57th rendition of his ass. Yeah. You know, what was he, Josiah or something like that? Or, or um, That's shit. the name I was trying to think of. Uh, no, Jow, no, no, Jowway? no, no. Yahweh, is Yahweh. What, I think it was what you were talking about. Yeah, Yahweh, Yahweh. Is, Yahweh is God. No, no, no. Um, you, you can look this up. The if you if you look up historical figures that have Jesus's story, it's like fourteen or fifteen that oh, came before I see what you're him. Saying, yeah. You know, and it's it's just 
he might have been packaged in a better package that caught on at a certain time. And that's to me. That's the the the. I'm not saying the Bible's bad, and I'm not saying I'm not saying any of that shit. There's to me there is there's value in it if you place the value in it. If you want, if you need those stories, there's, it helps a lot of fucking people. Honestly, if you do believe that humanity was shit, religion at least gave it some type of structure, some right. type of way of behaving. Right. Hey, stop fucking your neighbor's wife. You, can you not kill motherfuckers, please? Can you just stop? I mean, think about it. It was really just a, hey, this is how we need to behave as humans. citizens, as humans. Right. And it really did serve a really good purpose. It just when that, I think, was the first enlightening moment I had, that I was being told about religion, and it was all wrong. And perfect, that bothered perfect me. Perfect segue to the gateway experience. Yes, let's talk about that. The gateway experience. So this is... I'm going to go really, really quick on this because I think we've been on for a while. Oh, wow, an hour and a half. <laughs> All right, so I'm definitely going to go quick on this. Right? Yeah. So in 1983, the CIA released an internal top-secret document where they had spent years studying energy, visualization, manifestation, remote viewing, um, and, and frequencies and how they interact with the body. Healing, consciousness, right? That document was quietly declassified in, in 2003. And there's a whole bunch of videos on, out on it right now. I actually have the document. It's very interesting, the power of the individual. You have the power to, and I'm not saying this in, 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 in overarching terms that you can heal yourself from anything, but your body has the power to heal itself. Your power, your, your, you, you are a ball of energy and frequency right, that has been misaligned, I guess you could say. Because also something that happened in 1983 was that the music frequency or the tone in music changed to a lower frequency, which changes how human collective behaves. Well, if you, this is like published in the CIA paper. It's absolutely insane. I've heard about radio frequency treatments for cancer. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And if yep. you learn meditation, according to the CIA document, which goes into some heavy-duty like research, if you get to... There's this thing called resonance where you are in harmony with the universe as the world's frequency connects with the universal frequency. Your body is in total harmony operating on the same frequency as the universe. Therefore, experiencing and accessing other parts of your brain, giving you the capability to accomplish and do things that you and I can't normally do. We can, we just don't know how. We haven't been told, we haven't been trained to unlock it. Correct. You know, the, the, the God's honest truth is like you, you hear this number where they say, oh, we only use like 10% of our brain or we, only, we use... Every part of our brain, but it's like, what per, what part of potential are we using of our brain? That's probably plus probably ten percent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like we, we definitely do not have, we haven't put the, together the full capability of our brain. We're not using it to anywhere near its. But that's by potential. design too. One hundred percent. That's the problem. Yes, that's by design, which is why the, the the document was top secret, which is why their frequency changed in 1983 which is why it was quietly declassified, because this information is explosive. Imagine 
that you can remote view, something the CIA did for 40 years, where you can sit, meditate, and in your mind, literally describe a person's house that you've never been to on the other side of the world within fractions and inches of the actual diameters of the They house. did that in multiple fucking countries, too. I remember what you're talking about now. It's called remote viewing. The CIA used it. I think they decommissioned the project in the 90s. But they can literally draw you a map of somebody's palace or house with floors and never, never leave the room. They go into this deep meditative state where they astral project. And as the explanation says, they, they're able to transcend time and space... And then just come back to their human body. You know, it's that's it's, a CIA study, thirty pages long. I'll send you some videos on it. It's absolutely mind blowing. Yeah, I heard Russia was the Russian um, was doing that as well, where they yes. they they were working on um, yeah all type all different types of fucking crazy shit like that. But the astral projection, I that I've read about that, and it's fucking it's 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 almost like. Like you said, it's it's like fucking Doctor Strange type yeah. shit. Yeah, it's it's and it really is like like I heard a CIA guy going like anything you see in the movies we have in real life like that we could fucking mm-hmm. do and it's a, that's like a scary fucking thought. What if that is real? I've what I've, if that is? I, I I don't know if that was like a legit quote that you talked to a CIA guy, but I've spoken to CIA guys. No, one hundred percent. My guy said the same thing. Yeah. As a matter of fact, my guy said that we had that probably sixty years ago. Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like this is new shit. It's no, 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 no. They get their ideas from real technology, real life, and they make movies like Star Trek. It's I think, you know what I like to think about when you think about shit like this. Humanity, for how many years, was languishing with no air conditioning, you know, no cars, nothing. Hundreds and hundreds and fucking hundreds of thousands of years. We were just fucking around, and we really had no technology. And then all of a sudden, in like 19-fucking-83, you know, Atari came out, and Atari is going to be the thing that changed the, like, changed the world. Then we had video games, and, and then all of a sudden, you look at the technology just in our lifetimes. From when I was a kid to right the fuck now, we've gone through more technological development just in my 20 years, 42 years in life, than we had throughout all of human history? Dude. How, like, at, just to phone. think about that's insane. Look at the phone. Were iPhones even a thing in 2003? Fuck no. I had an old school, like, like flip phone. Remember the StarTech flip yeah, phones? That's I had what the, I had. I had the black ones. Yeah. And then I had the Sprint Silver one. The greatest phone that has ever been fucking made. You know what it did? It made phone calls. Yeah, it made phone calls. You know what else I had back then? It's amazing. I had service almost anywhere I fucking went. Mm-hmm. It's really, yeah, it's really don't weird. People realize that like an iPhone, like people today is like, oh, an iPhone. That shit wasn't even around like, you know, in 2000, I think it came out in 2006. Think about trying to explain that to a dude from 1850 though. Yeah. Think about trying to explain an iPhone to, what, what was it, 1920? There's just 100 years ago. But you know what hasn't changed a whole lot in the last 40 years? What's that? Aviation. Because I still get on planes with the ashtray. They're still the same friggin' plane <laughs> I'm sorry, they're not, not that often. I uh, still have the same skinny shit seats that the, I. The, 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 you know, the newer planes are upgraded. They don't have ashtrays, but some of the older planes still do, right? So we, we have all this technology, but we haven't fucking been able to figure out better air travel in this long. 
in, in the same amount of time? No, it's 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 fucking it's interesting to think about, man. Just I, I don't know how I don't know how we've developed more in my lifetime than any time in human history. It just doesn't make any sense to me. It just, it's very it's very tough to even wrap your head around. Like there was never any technology before this. I find that very hard to believe. Do you think that the same people who we've been discussing for however long we've been discussing it, who are trying to kill us or who are killing us? Who are killing us. Through yeah. food, through, through vaccines, through all this other through stuff. Through putting microparticles Are going to also share these scientific discoveries and knowledge? Why? They're trying to Why kill us. Yeah. They're keeping that for themselves. We don't know, what's, we don't know what we're capable of. I, I'm, if I was a betting man and somebody broke the black box open, I guarantee you there's probably a cure for every single disease out there. Easy. I, I'm almost going to guarantee you that the far majority of diseases are created. I would say you're right. I just, I don't know why. It's like this, right? You have these people that go get every shit, like, like the monkeypox. There's, there's people running out to get a monkeypox fucking vaccine right now. Are they really? Yes. I haven't met a monkeypoxer yet. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't, I haven't met a, I guess because everybody knows by now I'm so fucking over Are you, it. Are you a monkeypoxer? That <laughs> might be a t-shirt, man. We yeah. need t-shirts for that monkeypoxer. Yeah. Have you been monkeypoxed? Oh, dude, I've been, oh, fucking, I'm, there's, there's so many different possibilities for that. Yeah. Uh, fuck, I, I forgot. Yeah, I don't know anybody, like, the, the, the one that I know has gotten the most shots is a couple of family members who got four shots. And they both got COVID two, both weeks, got- two weeks ago. They got really, really, really sick. Yet, the other family member, same family, who didn't get shit, is still fine. It's still fine. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's just funny how you have all these shots and you have all these weird cancers coming up. It's almost like, and I always ask people about this. It's like, how do you know? Like, mRNA is a message, mm-hmm. right? How do you know they're not giving your body... The message that says, hey, develop fucking lymphatic cancer in 10 years. How do you know? How do you know your body is going to read the message they're trying to give you correctly? Right. Motherfucker, you play telephone. You t- if I give you a message and you tell 10 other people, it's not going to be the message it started with. So if you and that's, can- 10, that's one trillion spike proteins. With the yeah. Moderna, with the Moderna shots, it's one trillion. Yeah, right. That's a lot of fucking messaging. It's a lot of messaging. I hope nobody fucked up. So now all you're telling me all I hope of the those guy that messages, wrote the code wasn't dyslexic, right? <laughs> right. Create cancer. Create cancer. But how do you know? How do you know? I just had. Um, it's horrific. I, I really don't even want to fucking talk about it. But it's like a, a family member of mine. I'm not going to get into detail. But a family member of mine, very healthy, uh, older. Died of leukemia. All of at a like, sudden, at like eighty nine, yeah, three months was got got diagnosed. Was 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 gone in three months. Just seen him last year at my, at my brother's wedding. He looked great. You know, he looked great. He looked like he always did. He always looked older to me. He always looked like an older man. But he always looked. He never changed. You know, he's my uncle. Never changed. Always looked. Always looked exactly the same. Had blood work done. Was fine. Then he gets blood work done, and, and something looked wrong. And the only thing that the family, I've, I've spoken to some of the family, and it's like, well, he got that, the vaccine. And it's like, do you start thinking, like, maybe that did something? Did that wake up something in his body? Well, I'm not saying it did, and I'm not, and I'm not going there and, and, and just going crazy. Right. But I'm just saying, it's like, you're having a lot of these weird cancers coming up, springing up on people. You're having young someone. kids fucking dying. It's just weird we, shit. We all know someone who, all of a sudden, did you hear about Bill? He had a stroke. Did you hear about 
Sammy? Oh, she lost a baby. We've all we all know someone who all of a sudden sure life happens, some things naturally happen, but it's definitely way more death. It's definitely the last way, bunch of way way more than in the past. And it's like people are just dropping dead for, and and there's no real fucking rumor. Sudden a death sudden adult death syndrome? Have yeah. You heard about that? Oh yeah. yeah. Well, it's actually um it's the climate, it's the climate. Yeah, it's the climate's definitely behind it. Yeah. It's it's there's another Southern arrhythmic death syndrome, and I oh, think is that it's a new the, one? no, that is the actual name of oh. sudden death. So it's a, it's being adopted something different because it's happening more and more often. So they're calling it southern adult death syndrome, but I think it's the sudden arrhythmic death. It's SADS, right? S A D S. Yeah, SADS. Yeah, SADS. yeah, exactly. I think it's southern arrhythmic death syndrome yeah. is what it that doesn't sell as good. No, 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 definitely not. Nobody wants to say that. No, but it's it's basically like just people just. Their heart stopping. Yeah, imagine a pilot. Just having your heart stop. Right in the middle of, right in the middle of flight. Yeah. With 200 people on board. Yeah, you'll never hear that story either. It's just, it's very, it's just, it's just um, very interesting how, you know, I, we talk about the, the, the capabilities of humanity. Do humans that want money have the capability to infect you with cancer? So they could treat you with cancer? Do humans have that capability? Do they have the capability and the thought process to want to infect Everybody with a specific disease, scare the shit out of everybody for that specific disease, then sell all of the vaccines to government to get free government money to where you're not even a part of it as a consumer anymore. They're just taking your money and they're getting a transfer. It's like a big giant wire transfer. It's like washing a whole lot of money. And then how do you know they're giving you the right shit? You don't because it's all profit margin. It's all money behind it. The scariest part about it is they're losing money in the droves because people are starting to wake up to it. Moderna is like they're selling all their shit. I um, I think that mathematically, statistically, they're fucked. I do. The, you know, once again, if you're your you're that family member that that got their fourth shot, then got COVID, and then got it very badly, and you're watching people like me who's never never wore a fucking mask, mm-hmm. fought against it nonstop, fucking. Who knows if I ever got COVID, but I, I, I've never gotten, a, 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 never came near one of these fucking vaccines. Never got one of the tests stuck up my nose. Never. I refuse. And you survived? Were Not you only smoking that. weed at the time? Dude, fuck yeah. Because the University of Australia released a report that cannabis was good against COVID. Oh, 100%. Bro, the, the, the God's honest truth is real early, real early on. Like when I started first talking about COVID, I think I got it. Before it was really like they, before we thought it was in the United well, it's States, famous. yeah. Because dude, I'm telling you, it, I had all the symptoms when it started coming out of like. Remember early on, it was this: yeah. you're going to get a bad headache, or no, it's going to start off as a sore throat. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to have a sore throat and a headache. Then the sore throat's going to go right to your fucking lungs, and you're not. It's you're going. It's going to cause breathing problems, homie. No bullshit. I had a sore throat one day and a headache. I woke up with two fucking pains in my... I never forget it because it was unlike any illness I've ever had in my life. It was almost like... The, the crazy part about it, before I even go any further, the guy I believe I caught it from was the guy that was working with me at the time. He was, he was telling me, he's like, Mike, dude, I think I got to stop smoking because my fucking chest is killing me. And what happened was I didn't know about it at the time, but his girl, his, his son-in-law was dating a girl that just got back from Africa and was on like a fucking mission as a nurse in Africa and she came back. And apparently got everybody fucking sick with some weird, weird fucking disease or weird illness. 
He's like, dude. Pox. He goes, exactly. He's like, Mike, I don't even know what ha- what's happening, but I can't fucking breathe. He couldn't push a wheelbarrow more than 20 feet. He's a big, strong dude. He's like, I cannot fucking breathe right now. Put him down for a week. The next week, no bullshit. I had pains in both of my chests, like bad pain. And the only thing I think that was helping me was the fact that I was still smoking weed, right? Because when I would smoke, it, it would, to, to, to get my lungs open, it, it kind of hurt. But then what I would do is I would start coughing and I would feel shit breaking up in my chest from coughing. Right. You know, when, you know when you take that yeah. big fucking hit and it, it just gets caught in your throat and you have yeah. to cough it the fuck up? I was feeling shit breaking up. So I went on Robitussin, Halls, and the weed fucking, the, the weed cure. Two days later, I didn't have any pain. I had still tightness in, the, in my chest to, to breathe. Three days after that, I was I started coughing up and especially sneezing up. This is the weirdest thing I've ever experienced in my life. When I would sneeze, I had like mouthfuls of shit coming up out of my lungs. It was fucking really weird. But then, dude, it kind of hung with me. Like I felt off for like a week after that. Then I was cool. Yeah. But I, I swore I had it right then and I had the fucking original... Bitch ass killer strain. That was probably like November time frame. That was October, November. That December. was very no, very early January. Oh, so early on, okay. Early, like very no, yeah, early January twenty twenty <clears throat> before it was even out. Yeah. Before he before Trump stopped fucking travel from China, any of that shit, I had it. Yeah. Yeah, and it was fucking. That was the worst illness I've ever had in my life. Bad. But dude, hey, listen, we've been going an hour and forty four minutes. I could do this fucking nonstop with you. You do this non-stop this with this guy. This is always fun when we get together. It's man. great, bro. Anytime you, you're in town, fucking, you live down the street. I know you're traveling, um, you know, back and forth and all this shit. Do you have anything upcoming that you want to that you want to let everybody know uh, about or what? Yes, I'm gonna be probably uh, buying in Florida here pretty soon. Uh, working on a new project uh, that we're gonna be launching in a few months, which I'm pretty excited about. And um, you know. Go when you go live, send me a text so I can watch it. I want to see you smoke that can of gun. Yes, there's. Let me tell you something. I I, I think I could go back Facebook Live and and uh, YouTube Live in uh, like 24 hours. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm always. I, banned. I got like three weeks left. Yeah, I'm always. I banned. got a 30 day. Oh, 30. Yeah. yeah. I posted a Spanish news article talking about some vaccine side effects that have been recently released, and the the, the, the reporters were shocked, and it was like a two minute TikTok video. And all I said was, wow, 30 days suspension. 30 days suspension. I was like, damn, the fact checkers know Spanish. You know what's interesting? You hear about all that Hunter Biden shit where he's, yeah. um, all his stuff starting to get released. A buddy of mine sent a compilation video of that to another friend of mine. Both of them got banned for 30 days just for sending it over message. They didn't even post it. They sent it over Messenger. And they got banned from using the, the, the platform for shit like that. And it's like all this was is like, Hunter Biden, it's all himself videoing himself with crack. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Did you see the one with him laying on the couch with like four, like, nine-year-olds? Asian nine-year-olds or whatever the fuck it was? Yeah, dude. Disgusting. These people are sick. They're sick. Hey, more to come with my man. Listen, um, good luck once again. Next time you're in fucking in in the area, we're definitely getting back together. You got it, brother. Adai Fonseca. Fonseca, sorry, I can't fucking, I can't even talk. <laughs> Thank you for everything, bro. Come and hanging out with me again for the Canagar, especially. I'm doing that in one sitting. I'm telling you, I'm doing it in one fucking right. sitting. I'm gonna watch it. I'm and, for it. And for the pre-roll, that was fucking great stuff. When you finally, I hope to God you could ever sell this nationwide. Well, it's, you're saying you're gonna do the 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 seeds, right? Yeah, that's the, really. So we're big. gonna be releasing our genetics line, so people can go on our website, CassioFarms.com. 
And if you really like uh, the Canagar or if you want to grow your own genetics, then order the, you know, the genetics. It usually ships within a couple of days. We send it to you. And uh, then start watching the instructional videos on how to make Canagars. When you grow some nice big bud, you can make your own. You can make your They'll own. They'll never need me again. Well, no, they'll need you, you get, for the next strain. For the for the next strain, because you have the genetics going on. Yeah. So, yeah, the genetics and the in the seeds, man. If you're, I have a feeling home growing is gonna gonna explode. I just yeah. have a feeling about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I think so too. We, yeah. we have one of the biggest seed banks in in Oklahoma, if, and possibly pretty close to North America right now. We have a pretty pretty wide inventory. No shit, huh? Yeah. And you're developing your own fucking your own seeds now at this point. We're, yeah, we're doing our own breeding, our own in house breeding. Um, so we're going to be releasing, you know, like a fall drop, uh, a winter drop, so people can get, you know, keep a fresh, fresh batch. And now, once again, that's Casio Farms, right? Yep. C a s i o. C a s t i o hyphen farms dot com. No shit. C a s t i o hyphen farms dot com. That's it. Get the seeds, grow it yourself, make your own canagar, and while you're smoking it, think of me and the die. That's it. Talking about all types of shit. Well, until the next time. Yeah, brother. Follow us on socials, too. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. And hit us up. Follow us. Order some seeds. Thanks for having order me. Some this seeds. is always, always a freaking blast. Always a blast, bro. It's, a, it's, it's great having you. Thank you very much, Knucklehead Nation. Say goodbye to my man. Our fucking resident weed farmer. Thank you, Knucklehead Nation. As always, do me a favor. This is how we end the show. Because you know it's weird because we usually do this in segments. So we got to end the show because it's been it's been like a little unorthodox show. So this is what we always say to our cust- to to our Knucklehead Nation. Remember, guys, pick your head up and drive, right? And then Jay always sits that sits there and goes. And for fuck's sake, can you please please take your masks off? And then we always say. And as always, Knucklehead Nation, go fuck yourself. Fucking moron! Here we go! Here we go! Wake! Fucking ridiculous! Wake! It's a nothing! Wake! 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 W